Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Hello, and welcome to episode 63 of Yarns from the Plain. Pod party! <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist it. Today's Saturday, the 29th of December 2012, and it's my third year podiversary. So I'm not having a normal episode. Well, I suppose if you think about me, you probably don't think about normal anyway. But I've decided to go for something completely different. So this is some audio from a little pod party that Louise from Caithness Craft Collective podcast and I had along with her hubby, the lovely Richard, and it has been presented to you as a little piece of audio that hopefully will make you smile. We did laugh a lot. Unfortunately, there were some sound quality issues. I've attempted to amplify my voice as much as possible so that you can actually hear it match to Louise's and remove as much feedback as I possibly can. There is still some annoying little knocks that make it sound as if there's a woodpecker on the line. Um, I do apologise, I've still not quite mastered the art of good quality Skype recording. But nevertheless, please pull up a pew, grab a drink and join our party. So, shall I, shall I sort of do a little introduction? Yeah, go on then. By the way, this is Richard. Hello. Hello. Um, Andy's Andy's refused to play. Oh, has he? Yeah, okay. he's gone all shy. Hello, Andy. If you can hear me. Well, he won't because I've shut the conservatory door and I've got headphones on. But oh, um, I shall open the door and say. Andy, Louise says hello. Hello. Think, did you hear that? <laughs> I, I'm only here because it's alcohol involved. <laughs> well, look, Richard, I am delighted to have you. Thank you. I am absolutely delighted to have you. You may well wish to contribute to some of the other questions. <laughs> or some of the other points for discussion later on. see this answer. <laughs> Well, look, just, you know, let's just go with the flow. And if all else reach for the dams and brandy. Right. Okay, I'm going to, I'm, I was all nervous. How silly am I? So was I. <laughs> it's a phone call. Yeah, this is a phone call for me, but no, it's fine. I know, it's just, it's fine. It's fine now. It's fine. Right. <laughs> so, it is... It's my third podiversary today. Oh, I was going to say, just, you know, two lines is fine. <laughs> so, and in honour of that, I decided I'm going to have a little, little pod party. It's a very small pod party. It's only me and Louise from Kate Nesscraft Collective and her lovely hubby who apparently I've managed to bribe into this by sending them booze. <laughs> um, uh, drink aware, um, drink responsibly, listeners. Oh, it doesn't say that on these bottles. No, that's because, <laughs> that's because I decanted them into plastic water bottles and sent them to you in a cat food box. <laughs> Strangely enough, I forgot to write the drinkaware.co.uk sign on the bottom. That's shocking. Listeners, we <laughs> will be drinking responsibly. Yes, yes. And we we entrust that you will be too. We would not possibly be encouraging you to drink to excess. No, not Especially at all. Especially since um, drinking to excess, in my case, generally means taking more than two sips of something. <laughs> Practice. Um, but anyway, I, I thought since my podiversary is at the end of the year, and, you know, uh, as is often the case in these things, um, thoughts turn to reviews of the year. Uh, I thought it'd be quite interesting and a bit of a giggle to um, invite Louise on to the show, and uh, basically it's just because I'm desperate to do a drams, and uh, but I don't drink ski, so this is the only way I could do it. 
you know what, it never occurred to me to ask anybody else. But now that you suggested it, it's greatly for getting half the show done. And I it's, <laughs> did you know, it's kind of, I quite like this, I quite like this idea. I think it has, it's got legs. Um, yeah. So I thought, well, you know, in the best spirit of the end of the year, we'll hope we could have a little bit of a, a year in review. And so Paul Louise has not had a chance to prepare for this at all because I've deliberately not planned anything. Um, so we're all on the hop, so it's all very spontaneous, which means that, dear listener, you may get five minutes of quality material, and there'll be an hour of this on the fl cutting room floor. <laughs> or you could get an hour of quality material. Well, no, my listeners know that I've scripted everything except drum. So I know, this is... I apologise now. You don't. So, <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm really pushing, making you push the envelope here, aren't I? Yeah, this is a phone call. I'm non-scripted in one night. I really need the drama. <laughs> well, I think we need to hold that off for a little bit. But I, I was just thinking, I mean, 2012 has been quite a year um, for all sorts of different reasons. So what would you say would have been, was was your highlight of the year? On a Let's start uh, on a crafting basis. What's your, been your craft highlight for this year? I think on a crafting basis, I have put notes. I have, I have had to do I've learned to dress me. Ah, yes, right, excellent. And I've also learned properly to do shawls. So I'd say that that was a crafting highlight for me. Ah, right, okay. So what, what have you made dressmaking-wise then? I've made a jacket and two dresses with proper actual material and sewn them together and I've worn them out in the company. Oh, <laughs> it's not fallen off yet. Nothing major then. <laughs> no, not at all. But it was good fun and it was, I think a light bulb moment went off and thought, oh, I can do it. So I'm quite delighted with that. Oh yeah, I'm impressed with that. Yeah. I am really impressed with that. What about you? What was your um, I think. Uh, was I not supposed to ask you questions? No, 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 no. You were. I'm just trying to think what it was actually, because without sounding like I'm copying you, because it's not dressmaking, because I haven't done that. But I have actually feel like I'm I'm no longer scared of my sewing machine. Ah. I maybe 2012. All the sewing machines put together and said nobody uses us anymore. You think it's scared of us? No, right, let's make it on the scary now, and they wave the magic wand and we'll be doing the sewing machine anymore. I, I like that idea. I do like yeah. that idea. I have to say, if I'm going to be... I'm not going to be machine This is okay when you're by yourself in your own kitchen, but when there's somebody on the other end of the phone, you know, it's a bit stupid. Don't worry about it. I wouldn't fret. I'm, I'm as bad as a box of frogs as it is. I have to say, if I'm going to be really confessional, I could get round it by simply buying a new sewing machine that wasn't as scary. And my, my old singer is still, it still scares me slightly. But I think that's simply because there, I can't, I can't control it. It's, it's the 1950s one that is, works with a handle. And when dad bought it for mum, he, he bought a motor uh -huh. and uh, put a foot, uh, foot pedal on it. And so there is only um, stop and very fast. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, yeah. Cry a bit, you know. Then I asked Louise about what her low points of the crafting year had been. Um, three. <laughs> One was a show in particular. I'll not name it because it's not very fair in the designer, but. I like the finished product, but the actual knitting of it, I hate it. And the other two things, one, I have made a garment, it was a shawl collared truck. Mm -hmm. And my husband said, wow, that looks like the first actual proper garment that you've made, knitted. And I slapped him around the back of the head, and I think, He's lost in a world of looking at the damn things in. And then the first time I had it in the washing machine, I felt it. Or so. 
So I've turned up that as a handbag. Yeah. But um, realizing that I was actually allergic to lanolin was a kind of low point. Yeah, that would be that would be a bit of a bummer for a spinner. Yeah. So I've learned to spin wearing white gloves. So what, like white cotton gloves. Yeah. So I look a bit like a queen. Oh yeah. Well, my low point, I think, was when I was, um, just after I'd spun the Falkland, when I tried to spin the Gotland that I'd dyed gray, uh, green, and it was grey Gotland, and it was full of guard hairs from a carded uh, bat, and it just looked like I'd done something really, really nasty to Shrek on the carpet. Um, but like green pubes all over the place. <laughs> I mean, it was quite funny, but it was like, there. <laughs> yeah. Really, really not. Well. Oh, but I didn't have any major disasters this year. Good. Uh, I, I, but I can't remember if it was this year that my husband helpfully washed the first ever sweater I'd made for me that went over my head. Oh. And, um, and washed it in the machine. Oh. And that was um, Debbie Bliss, Tommy Paul. Luxury Donegal Tweed and Noro Silver Thor. Is that the one that you asked for advice for what to do with it? Yeah, if there was anything that could be saved. Really. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, the one where I thought I might re-edit it. No, that was, the, that was another one. Uh, that's one I made. Um, no, this one it was lovely. I designed specifically as an Elizabeth Zimmerman percentage sweater to be very big and baggy and one of those ones that you climb very and you don't feel very well and you just snuggle up on the sofa. Exactly. Now it's quite fitted. <laughs> I had the severity to tell me that it fitted me better now, but that it wasn't really the design. But I can't remember if that was this year or whether that was last year. Right, that's crafting lows then. What about other highs and lows? Other highs this year? Oh, we have to mention the Olympics. was a bit of a blast, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was just stupendous and more, and I want that to have been Olympics next year as well. That would be really nice. <laughs> but then I don't think it would be a special, would it, if we had it all of that? No. Um, it, the coming down to London and meeting everybody, that was brilliant. I love that. That's one of my highlights of the year, I have to say. Yeah. Especially, you know, again, realising that, that, you know, for all that I blether on and talk to people. Yeah. They're not really there when I'm doing it in the conservatory. And so meeting you all face to face, I went all nervous again and looked. It was, it, was like, it was kind of like having your earphones, but it's surreal at the same time because the people that you listen to, who you kind of welcome them to your life and you listen to what you're doing month after month, are sitting in front of you <laughs> and the answer back. <laughs> So I like that. Yeah. Also, the listeners as well, because they had a voice instead of just being a message. Yes. That was special. It was a really good afternoon. Um, also, I had met a couple from America. They came over to do a whiskey tour in, in Scotland. So Kelly and Al from Nebraska, we had them over for a dinner. And it was a lovely evening. And uh, doing the whiskey part of my podcast has kind of opened up a whole different world to me as well, so that's been interesting. I really enjoyed that um, episode of The Drums, that was really interesting. Yeah. It was quite technical. Beautiful, weren't they? Oh, they were, oh, she's just so lovely. Hi, Kim. <laughs> so, uh, that's, um, that's definitely my highlight, and work has been really quite good, so oh. it's been a good year. Good. Good stuff. What about you? Well, I just, I, I love going to the Olympics. I'm so glad I went, and I can't understand why anybody who would be physically able to wouldn't have gone. So at least, even if all, all they did was, was, as you did, go down to be there and, and see a cyclist whiz past at 90 miles an hour. You oh, know, I, 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 I just There were people that I work with that are way younger than me that are interested in sport and just didn't do anything about going. And I was just like, why? This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Why would you not want to be there? Yeah. It was just, it was fabulous. Loved it. 
and and, and I just loved going to, to see things that I never would have gone to see otherwise. So the rowing was great, even though I wasn't there on the day that we won a gold medal, but it was great. And going to see the women's volleyball was amazing. I thought it was way more um, edge of the seat stuff, the games, than I thought it did. There were, mm-hmm. You know, some of the rallies went on for, for you know, loads of passes back and forth across the net. And it was, was that a woman? So, so yeah, so there was sort of, you know, crafty highs and lows and personal highs and lows for the year. So, um, what are you working on now, Mrs? I'm trying to finish off stuff for the end of the year. I had it in my head that New Year was probably three weeks away. Mm-hmm. I know it's so I don't reckon I'm going to get them done. And next year, I think I'm going to be an owl's jumper and be in the owl's gang because I now have the room for it. It's fun. And the socks. I need to make Richard some pilk socks. How about you? Well, I was, I'd ground to a halt on the Adrift cardigan because it's lace weight, well, it's not lace weight yarn, but it's very light fingering weight. Mm-hmm. It's got about 400 stitches on the row. But I powered through a bit um, a few days ago, so I've got past the sleeve now. So now I'm just on the way down towards the waist decreases. So mm-hmm. I'm more confident about that. I want to actually round to preparing some fleece, spinning it and knitting it into a jumper. Uh-huh. That, that's my resolution for 2013. Have you not done that before? I am going to actually spin enough yarn from one of, I'm, I'm going to actually do something with the fleece that are accumulating in the shed. Ah, yes. You know, the husband's now beginning to say, can I please have the shed back? <laughs> and the garden furniture, which is currently actually still outside in the rain because I've filled the shed with fleece. Um, so I need to actually turn, I need to spin some of that up and then I want to knit a jumper with it. And I yeah, don't know whether I'm How much there is? How much fleece there is? Yeah. I don't think he knows quite in its full extent. Well, well, he doesn't know it doesn't hurt him, so let's just try on. Are you going to knit some more? He knows what's in the shed. Mm-hmm. That's, that's enough. There's two Derbyshire gritstone fleeces hidden in the office. <laughs> that I forgot about till I went and moved them. I thought, what's this in? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um, a cousin of mine has um, a husband who's a hobby farmer, and he's going to keep me a a couple of fleeces of next year's cliff as well. So I really do need to actually process some of it now and, and do something with it. So some of it, I, I don't know whether to make the um, Eden, which is what originally the Knitmore girls were doing in their spackle. Oh, yeah. Along, knit along. Or whether to do something else, whether to actually try and make a hand-spun owls, because I haven't got an owl jumper either, and I am feeling the the call of the owls. Uh-huh. It is quite a strong urge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's such a beautiful jumper. Yeah, it's nice. And apparently it suits everyone. Yeah, that's everyone I know that's that done it has just said it's really nice to knit and it's <laughs> really good. So I am I'm torn between that. But I, I do feel I haven't done any socks for ages and I'm not actually um I'm not too worried about that because I have quite a few pairs. Although somebody sent me a very nice pattern. Um <laughs> Oh, very, very, very kind friends that be a very, very nice cookie pattern. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went looking, I was away at the time, and I went looking for some sock yarn and sock needles. I found some sock needles, but uh, John Lewis in Newcastle didn't have any sock yarn, so that was a bit of a bummer. But now I'm back and I'm going to find some out. So I can alternate some of this jumper work with some socks, actually, and just do some small stuff. Uh-huh. But that's kind of it. I am moving more and more into... Well, more cardigan sweaters most of the time because I'm a bit more into layering rather than... If I put a whole sweater on, I tend to overheat quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, although I could have I could have done with it at me in-laws. <gasps> the house was so cold. Yeah. What else did you get for Christmas then? Anything crafty for uh, Christmas? A uh, sewing machine. 
Woohoo! But we did kind of know about that, didn't we, really? Well, yes. Uh, I was very good to start and deliver that via John Lewis in October. <laughs> well, no, it was November. It was the end of October when Santa ordered it. And I got a book on dressmaking. Mm -hmm. It's very, very good. I'll review that very soon. And I got a, what's called a jelly roll, which is strips of fabric. I think it's two and a half inches wide and about nine inches long. And it's all in corresponding colours, so you can make a quilt out of it. Yeah, I've seen them. I've not them, but I've seen them. So it did quite well for crafting. You did. And Santa from Energy Hunt brought me a works laptop. He had no idea. He managed to buy it through the books and never I never even noticed. <laughs> and it was the last box and it big huge box said fragile on it. And I thought it was a mirror. Something <laughs> that oh, why did the mirror say the battery? on a lithium battery in HP, HP that somewhere, and then the penny drops. So I should have no more editing rules from crashing laptops. Hurrah! I know. And I did look up to see if there was better podcast software, but I think I just have to learn how to use it a bit better. Yeah, I only know how to use Audacity, so... Mm. So GarageBand is for those that have Apple Mac or actually yeah. iPad. So my small child has not told me how to actually work it. He can, but he won't show me. <laughs> They're very um, unhelpful like that, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I watch quite a lot of um, tutorials. So I should be Audacity Guru soon. Excellent. Yeah, probably not, but there you go. What about you? What do you get from Santa? Well, like I say, very, very kind friend. Got me a cookie egg top pan. Thank you. <laughs> um, but um, my husband, I mean, I have to say, I did send him this as an email link in a selection of other things for my Christmas list for him to share with his mother. Um, so, and he, but he did, he did write. Um, got me a set of different size square patchwork rulers Ooh. so I've got um you got me a three and a half inch square a six and a half inch square and a twelve and a half inch square <gasps> thank you so much so and that was it really I've not had any other crafting supplies at all so um I did get a few patterns from listeners um, and I think I'm going to have to say stop by me patterns from listeners I'm John, I don't need any more. Otherwise, you would just be sitting there waiting. And it's a shame. <laughs> I know, the thing is, though, it is quite a nice thing to do, isn't it? Because I did it. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. And it is when you just kind of, I was feeling a little flush. And it's just like, oh. mm -hmm. So, but no, um, I don't know whether I'll have anything else. Because um, I haven't been down to my mum and dad's yet. And she sometimes buys things. Um, mm -hmm. So there might be something else. Did buy my mum some new knitting needles for Christmas. I almost got new stuff. I got her some pony bamboo mm -hmm. interchangeables, and she had them sort of the bigger sizes, but she wanted the smaller sizes yeah. because she doesn't really like knit big holes when I've got. She's quite good at snapping them for some reason or other. Yeah, you see, I've snapped a fair few. Yeah, I've not. But I mean, some of them I snapped by doing careless things like treading on them by mistake, or sorry, snapped on one. It didn't help. Uh, well, she just said she was putting the stopper on one of it and it snapped in three. So I don't think they want to live with her. I think they want to commit suicide. <laughs> so she's <laughs> a really bad owner. And uh, these pony bamboo ones, you see, they're not very pointy, but they're quite nice to work with. Mm. I've not snowed. Um, in John Lewis. Right. Well, I must admit, I do. I like using my knit pros, but you know, I have snapped it. Mm -hmm. I snapped the um, Tunisian crochet hooks more though. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I have taken the, the tips of my wooden uh, crochet needles from that course, and it's now very nice, pointy stick. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend them for metal crochet hooks, to be honest. Yeah. For buffing my craft hook. Right. So let's think so let's think let's go off my mental list here now uh we'll do 2012 we've talked a little bit about 2013 and we've discussed christmas does that mean it's time for the drums yet yeah <laughs> sorry i sound very very excited don't i now um this is the bit where the listeners find out is it in fact a edited bit of richard doing the drums or does he sing it live every time he does it every time. You go to the drums. <coughs> he does it every time. Just this short. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's got a question actually, then go. We're drumming. 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 And this is normally where we have an argument, but... <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I'm certainly getting vodka. 
Can you smell the raspberry? Because I can't. All I can smell and taste is the vodka. It's just, it's very pretty pink. Vodka. But it, it. Worm blood. Worm blood. It's a theme in red, darkening as we go through. This would be the lightest one. The nice. I'm certainly smell. I can get the underlying sweetness from the vodka as well. Right, okay. Sweetness from the sugar and the raspberry. Did you add sugar to this? Mm, don't think I did, actually. I think I just literally put the vodka over the raspberries. That's sweetness in it. There's no residue at all from fruit. It's very clear. I hope you've explained at some point before this that Louise is not a food and wine expert. Louise just likes food and wine. And, and sometimes we take Mickey out of herself. Okay, this is why I did it, because I wasn't entirely sure how, what any of these would taste like. It's nice. And when I sent them to you, <laughs> they may have all tasted like, like, you know, paint stripper. No, 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 no. What do you think? Um, I can only really taste the vodka, and I'm not over fond of it, of, of vodka on its own, so, um, it, it's okay, but I can't, I can't really get the raspberries. Okay, can you, can you, have you smelt it first before tasting it? Mm. And can you smell the raspberries then? No, I can't smell them. Oh, right. I can. Well, good, I'm glad you can. We quite like you. So, and then uh, if you take a little sip and just try and hold it on your tongue. I tell you what, actually the, the second mouthful is better than the first. If I, if I smell it, I can certainly smell the raspberries and if I take a wee sip. A wee tiny sip. And just hold it on my tongue, I can get the sweetness of the raspberries on it. Yeah. But I thought it was sugar that was in it, but it's not. It's good. It's good. No. Actually, sugar in the raspberry. Oh, I'm out picking raspberries. I'll tell you what, the mm. second mouthful's much nicer than the first. You don't want to have a lot, I don't think. No. no. We, we, you've got some uh, tonic just to, to water it down if need be. I just didn't stop. Oh. We'll leave the person before we yeah. have all. Well, we've only got two glasses out left. I mean, I, we'll have to finish these before we just start drinking the dampen. <laughs> With this lot of ones. I have to say, I'm... I look quite professional here because I've got four glasses out on the coffee table. Real fun. I have to say, though, I am quite delighted that that second mouthful was much more palatable than the first. I think it would be spot on with drop tonic or lemonade. I was going to say, I think that would be nice, actually, as, in a, as, a, as a long drink. Mm -hmm. so, uh, a long drink? Um, Is that like a cocktail? <laughs> you know, if you like... If you put it, yeah. Put some lemonade with it, aren't they? Like you say, some tonic. What are the whiskies I've got, Bill? You could make it like a raspberry martini out of it, can you? Yeah, he just said putting water in his whiskies making a cocktail. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. He hasn't complained what a, a um, diet hot toddy was to his best friend the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to finish this raspberry stuff. A, a lovely liqueur um, drink that you say it's not stuck. This is nice enough. Yeah, it definitely improves with the second and third taste, actually. Hmm. Well, I did the first one. The first one. No, because the first one, all I could get was the vodka. And then it's it's on the second and the third one that I'm beginning to get some of the some of the raspberry on it now. If you like raspberries, I think that would be, and you like vodka, I think that would be stupendous. And there's some way. <laughs> I'm wondering whether I should have um I should have had a small glass of a uh, small drop of water with which to rinse my mouth. <laughs> like go. Wait, I did think about that, but then I thought, no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Oh, well, I chose the raspberry to start with, so you can choose which one you're going to go for next. 
Right, I can do a sound effect with this one. There you go, did you get it? Oh, was it? Opening the top of the... Oh, oh, uh... oh you're full. Yeah, because I've decanted mine into a slow gin bottle with a little stopper on it. <laughs> it's no longer in the in the lemonade two liter plastic bottle in the sh- in the the cupboard. <laughs> oh, smell that! Oh, oh. wow! <laughs> oh yeah, that smells fine. What smell? What does it smell like? Oh, okay. right. Things have been in the split bottle. How did you make this, Nick? Now, I got a two-litre lemonade bottle, and uh, I uh, washed a whole load of damsons, pricked them with a fork, pushed them one at a time through the neck of the lemonade bottle. took a long time, till the um, lemonade bottle was about um, two-thirds full. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of damsons. That was, yeah... It was it was quite a lot of damsons, um, and um, and I added some sugar as well. And I can't remember the exact quantities, but I will find the recipe and put it up um, on the show notes. So there was sugar there was sugar added to this as well. Whereas uh-huh. the the raspberry vodka was just the vodka on top of the raspberries for two weeks, and then I took the raspberries out. The um, damsons were in there with sugar for. Um, well, since the 1st of September. So, um, and then sort of topped it up with gin and then just um, tried to remember to give it a bit of a, uh, a swish around every day. But I didn't always remember. Every day? Yeah. Wow, you're, you're oh, nice, you're alcohol. Yeah, well, I didn't know. I said, told you I didn't always remember. But I did it until all the sugar had dissolved because it took a few days. I normally just um, ignore mine and then go, oh yeah, I'm supposed to do something, wasn't I? Don't need to explain the, the, the chilies, vodka, but I, I see what, I knew what the smell is, it came to me. What? Marzipan. Oh, it is, isn't it? There is a definite a marzipan, but I did read somewhere that it can sometimes get like that because of the, the damsons have still got the stones in. Oh. So it does occasionally get that almondy um, bit. It smells gorgeous. It does smell absolutely fantastic. Go on then, taste it. Oh, Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Oh, well, so do I. Sharp, sharp, fast and sweet. That hits the back of your throat. Mm. What's really interesting as well is... I love the lemon taste It's sweet and it's sharp mm-hmm. and and you can still taste a little bit of the juniper at the back well that's really like, like the juniper what kind of gin was it was it bog standard stuff or date fancy stuff gordon's i'm a gordon's girl no fine no no just standard gordon's oh i think i've got a hendrix gin christmas i've never had that before mm. oh i like this one Oh, right. The colour, Richard, what colour was this? This was the, this isn't the darkest one there, the brown is that one. So this one's going to be Slug Blood. Slug Blood. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Not that I've ever squished a slug to see what colour the slug is. I have squished a slug. I don't remember it coming out this colour, I have to say. Well, the next thing you do, don't get down and lick the blood up and think you Need to marinate them first. Oh. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going nowhere near a slug. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't do slugs. I think vodka for me is quite a sharp kind of drink. That's mm. what it's it, You get you get the sharpness at the back of it, and you can taste the sweetness in it. It's a bit of lingering aftertaste. It's masking the alcohol more for me. I think I'm more of a yeah. Alcohol type of girl, because the vodka has got a kick of the alcohol, whereas the gin is quite nice. It's welcoming the museum and it's going away. <laughs> it's, it's quite interesting because I don't like neat gin at all. 
I do uh, I do drink drink well, I can't speak now. I do drink <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm only halfway done it. Um but I drink it as a John Collins, so I drink it in a as a long uh, a long drink with lemonade and lime. That, that, so I'm just explaining to Richard what I'm going to drink. That's a big call drink. He wants to know what John Collins is. A John Collins? Mm. As in Dallas. John, as in... Did he not play for Celtic? I don't know what... It, it's not quite the same as a Tom Collins. And it's what everyone in all the women in my family used to drink when I was a child. Um, and I don't know. I think a Tom Collins um, has got lemon instead of lime. Um, oh. But it's it's uh, gin, measure of gin, splash of lime cordial, and then made up to a tall glass with um, tall drink with lemonade, and it's normally frosted sugar on the top. Oh, what? I'd have died of dehydration by the time they'd made it. <laughs> <laughs> a ten, a tenuous link. I used to drink in John Collins's brother's pub in Gala Shields. Well, there you go. I didn't know he had a brother with a pub. This is a lovely You may make this again for everybody. Excellent. I tell you what. What's really interesting is that that I I cheated with this gin. Um, as in the fact that I had a little nip of it on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. But I am in the conservatory. <laughs> no, that's just, I would cheat too. Yeah, so would I. Had we known that there would have been on <laughs> I know. Well, the, plan was I, the plan was it was I was supposed to not be be tucking into it, but I did have a little nip of it. And um, the room I'm in now is much warmer than any other room that I've been in recently and and so the flavors of the gin are the the flavors are slightly different is that just because it feels warmer because you've had a few gins no it's because i've got the heater set it's the conservatory and i've got the heater set at 31 degrees <laughs> we're like subtropical in here <laughs> my furry boots <laughs> oh there's Sorry. an image there's an image so, um, no, it's quite interesting. The first one that I had, when I had a little nip at Christmas Day, I liked it, but the juniper was a little bit stronger still for the gin. So it, it almost had, um, it was almost like a mix between Campari and Cavonia. The coffee. Oh, yeah, Cavonia. Yeah. Cavonia. That's the one. But That's actually, you know, now, I like that. I really like that. <laughs> I like yeah. it a lot. And we have done ours. Crunched ours. My glass is empty. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm going down nicely. Mm-hmm. I have a thought, well, if Nick wants to do her a Christmas pudding vodka, which I'm calling that because I never knew. Oh. I have my head in cheese. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to do one of our vodkas? All right. Shall I do? Shall I do the Christmas pudding vodka then? If you would like. Right. I am going to be completely hammered because I've just had a vodka, a raspberry vodka, followed by a Dunton gin, and now I'm going. I'm going to be hammered by the time I finish. Right. Responsibly, listeners, don't drink like me. I have a best friend. I really would be your best friend. Oh, so don't start. Right. Christmas pudding vodka is made um, to the Hairy Biker's recipe. Yeah. It's very quick. It's a three-day turnaround. And you basically um, fill a jar with dried fruit and uh, cloves and cinnamon sticks and um, grate a bit of nutmeg. And there's another spice in there as well, I think. And... Um, I think there's the zest of a lemon and, a, and an orange and then a bottle of vodka and you leave it um, and then you strain it out now I've strained it a couple of times through the muslin um, so it I've got rid of virtually all the spices that were in suspension earlier it's 
Um, you see, I'm not au fait with what colour Chewbacca is off the top of my head. You don't know what colour... Well, see if no, you're not, doing... not without a photo. Look at your giraffe. I mean, if Dark. I looked at him, if I looked at this, and it, it's definitely darker than Winnie the Pooh's arm. Well, so what's your color here? So I would say it's maybe, uh, maybe sort of a um, pale tea, sort of hedging towards Chewbacca, the color of it. I would say. What do you know what color Chewbacca is? Yeah, I know what Chewbacca is. I just I don't have his hair, his color in my head like a color paint chart. But you should. Well, no, I don't, because I don't drink whiskey, so I don't need need to know the colour. Thank you. Precious pudding vodka. Well, right. yeah. So anyway, it and when you stick your nose over it, overwhelming <laughs> smell is of um, Christmas puddings cooking. It really is. Um, it it's got that fruity, cinnamony, spicy whop. It comes. I eat myself for not making this, so I want one of these. <laughs> So it's, it's just, oh my God, it is like drinking a melted Christmas pudding. In a good way? Oh yes, in a good way. I think this could be quite dangerous because I can't really taste anything of the alcohol in there at all. Oh, yes. I like the sound of that. Yes, I think we should make some of that. But it's the warming. It warms your lungs as you go down. So you can, you know there's alcohol in it because it warms you down your throat as you go down. But you're it, not supposed to smoke it. You're supposed to drink it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Would it be good if you had a cold? Um, yeah. Would it just be good if you were alive and over the age of drink, legal drinking? Yeah. 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 It's not 18 or everywhere. Yeah. If you were over the legal age yeah. and you were not going anywhere, yeah. it would be very good. Would it be a party drink or would you want to keep it all yourself? Well, you see, I've got one and a half bottles of this. How <laughs> <laughs> much did you buy? <laughs> uh, well, I bought two big bottles, but you lose some because it plumps the fruit up. So after three days in there, 300, uh, you know, 600 grams of fruit has gone, because I had two bottles worth, um, uh, has gone quite plump. So I left it with my mother-in-law, who made it into an incredibly boozy fruitcake. Um, waste oh, of I like the sound of that. Yeah, just, you know, you can't throw grams full of decent fruit away, can you? Um, no, no, no. We no. tried making the apple. Um, we made apple and cinnamon vodka. Oh, it was hot. Oh, it was absolutely lovely. It was gorgeous, and with the, because it all turns brown and kind of like apples do when they age, it didn't look appealing. But we made and that's to... the colour. This is the colour. This is the colour of. Um, it's the colour of slightly dark coffee. Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm just saying that, and I'm saying you're in the north coast of Scotland. I don't suppose you come over proper scrumpy very often. We <laughs> have had some. This could be very dangerous, I think, if you just sort of sat down with a bottle of it. I think this could slip down very, very, very nicely. Because there was quite a... Mm, yeah, there's, there's more sugar in it, I think, than for the amount of alcohol than I than I put in the damson gin. I think yeah. that's what I like is the taste of the sugar as opposed to the taste of the alcohol for the vodka. But it's um it is like molten mm -hmm. So I think if I'm having the raspberry vodka I'll put lemon in Yeah. Yeah so far the raspberry is my least favourite. Mm -hmm. But if you were just to give that to me full stop I'm your best friend for your next three lives because I've got three lots and we've only done two. <laughs> Are we ready for the damson brandy yet? Well, do you want to do your, whilst I'm finishing off this um, Christmas pudding right, okay. do you want to do one of yours? Well, we have a choice of three. We'll, we'll do the humbug. Uh -huh. oh, yeah, tell the story about that. You can tell the story about that. No, I'm not going to 
Well, we have a Menthombox-Vodka, which is basically a Menthombox shoved into vodka, no sugar required, shake, and it comes out a toffee, light toffee colour, and with a slight froth on the top of it, so I don't know how good it is for you. So does but, the vodka just basically dissolve the sweet yeah, over yeah. time? Aye, and it still has a kick, but it has the taste of the mint humbox in it, so there's a kind of minty, toffee flavour to it. Right, okay. It's got enough sugar for me, but it does look like, and this isn't going to be pleasant, but we've already talked about slug blood, it does look like a sample of somebody who has something wrong with them. Well, see, it was quite funny because I was trying to avoid saying that about the Christmas pudding vodka, but you could say that it did look like a very strong sample. <laughs> but it would be very, very strong. I mean, if that was the colour no. of your sample, you would have to worry. Not necessarily. No, but just... there'd be something wrong with oh, the kidney. Antibiotics. she from experience. So, slange of that. that. And I'll talk about the mint humbug. No, sorry, the chili vodka and um, the chilies have come from a listener of mine because my chilies completely failed in the phone channel this year and she very kindly had millions of them and sent me up big huge chilies so wow, you you've... great presents don't you i love my listeners and my fellow podcasters <laughs> and you get the chilies and you attack them with a implement the, uh, right, inside a bag? Did you put them inside a bag first? No, just on a chopping board, big chopping board, rolling pin, bad language, cussing, insults, and stuffed them in a bottle with vodka. And um, they put each other in the water sugar, didn't they? And we did this last year, but the cussing at them is from a book that we can't remember the name of where he would go into his chilli plantation and swear at them. And insult them. And insult them, and he said it made them meaner. And then the little person that he's staying with him used to go in and whisper sweet nothings into him because he thought it was a shave. But that means so much more to you when you're reading the book. I can't remember the name of the book, so la la la, moving on. I insult the chillies to, to make a stronger drink than Louise and the bears are nice to them, they make them sweeter and more pleasant. Right. How is your um, Christmas pudding getting on? She's changing this a bit rapidly. It, 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 very nice, thank you. Um, I have actually finished it. I'm feeling <laughs> all warm inside. <laughs> I'm happy through my mint humbug vodka. I will not be able to do anything after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got this visions now of, of going out and following Prince Charles's edict and, and talking to my tomato I can't say it now my tomato plants to make them grow beautiful big tomatoes and then going out and swearing at my chilli plants oh yeah I don't know that Prince Charles would swear at his chilli no but but you've told me that to make a mean chilli I have to swear at my chilli plants and well, you think maybe Prince Charles would say one would want one grow a bit more faster or if you think you would just bear them. It depends if you're a loyalist the answer was Prince Charles would swear at his chili. <laughs> you could always be dad it. I'm sure you would be fine. <laughs> talking to anything because you're giving them the carbon monoxide from your brain. Or is it carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide? Carbon dioxide. Can you edit that please? <laughs> I'm going to put it away. Could you edit that please? Note every so often. Can you going to leave that in for an hour? No, the answer is it's already gone to 45 minutes. So um, I can't say it's going to happen, my love. <laughs> I'm nearly finished. Right, well, the last one we're doing now is the dams and brandy. Well, yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. You've told me about the mint humbug, how you make it, and the chilli. You've, you've not told me what it tastes like. I mean, you've well, not kind of, you know, done the whole tasting thing. I don't know whether I actually want to taste the chilli vodka just now here. No, I'm not doing it. It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Oh, right, okay. I can tell you it will taste 
it tastes like the smell of green stuff. Uh -huh. it, it, smells, yeah, it, 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 it smells earthy when you put it to your mouth. He's currently swearing at it. It's silently, and he's going to put it back on the shelf. Based in the wrong way, so it knows it's in the screen. But the, the, when you taste it, there's a really strong vodka flavour, and then you get this kick of chilli. So, so it burns your lips, lovely. And all the way down, but it's chilli! Vodka. Yes. And I, I have actually tasted some before that a friend made several years ago. It's, it's not high on my list to make again. Yeah. It's, it's kind of <laughs> a bit nesh. <laughs> but chilies is used in a lot of stuff with the um, dark chocolate and stuff. Yeah. So but the humbug tastes like quite a toffee flavoured vodka. But the vodka's quite strong in it, I find. Right, so are we on to the damson brandy then? <laughs> I know the one that I sent you is the 9th of October. Uh -huh. um, and I've got three lots in the cupboard. I had a lot of damson. Um, but the fact that you said it says damson brandy liqueur on the label, I'm wondering um, how gloopy yours is, because I've got one that's gloopier. Sherry in the glass. No, is it very no. syrupy? Syrupy, yes. I would say it's syrupy. And you decided the colour of this was? Beetle blood. Yeah, don't say beetle juice instead, that's wrong. Beetle blood. Okay, well I, I, can, um, I can probably ascertain then, I think that what that one is, is the one that I made, I wonder if that's the one that I made from the damsons that were in the freezer that were last year's damsons, not this year. Because they'd already been boiled up in the intention of making jam, and they already had sugar in it, and they put sugar in yeah. the brandy too. So if it's very syrupy, I bet it's going to be that. It does look syrupy. It doesn't smell the same as the gin. So um, I'm just going to just um, call for my jeeves. Lou? It's not, it's not as strong as smelling as the damsel gin, but it's certainly a similar, <coughs> similar um, taste of it. It tastes very sweet. Yeah. I think I've got the, the I've got one that was made with fresh damsons and then one that was made with the frozen pulped um, damsons. So I've just sent the hubby, who's gone all shy and doesn't want to join us, to go and get that. Um, get, I've got that in the cupboard, so he just bought me that in the cupboard. How sad is this? It's in a three-litre lockbox. Oh, there's three litres of it, I hasten to add. Right. Okay, so... Let me have a little... Yes, this one actually has got Dan's Bradley Liqueur written on the, the label. Wow, yes, that's quite strong, isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't taste of anything other than uh, Dan's There's no alcohol kick in it. And that is a really good thing. I have alcohol. I was going to say, it, it pours. It's got a, a completely different consistency to the Dan's and Gin, hasn't it? <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. Now the the damson brandy that I made with the fresh damsons, that pours about the same rate as the gin. Um, it was made in a very similar way, mm -hmm. um, but this one was made because I made it with the pulped damsons from last year that had already been boiled at once in sugar. It's much much more syrupy, so mm -hmm. it, it's, it's much more like a liqueur than a. Yeah, I would put that as a liqueur. Oh my god, that's dangerous. <laughs> I had them aside line just in case uh, I've got a bottle of port. Port and lather themselves are very, very nice. But I don't think you need to. Not at all. I don't think you need to. Not at all. No. I think that's lethal. Imagine drinking that sitting by yourself in a party. Nobody you know that you want to talk to. Well, I should enter this and then standing up and having to have a conversation with you. I don't think you'd stand up. I don't think you would. I think you'd, you'd try and stand up. <laughs> you cannot taste the brandy in this at all. No. I don't think you'd want to go anywhere after this one. No. You definitely wouldn't. Wow. I wow. do think it's going to get a bit too sickening, so I would need tonic. Well, I was going to say, I, I was thinking with this one that it would... Um, 
yeah, I think I would water this down a little. Mm. Um, I'm <laughs> you wouldn't want to water it with anything like lemonade. You wouldn't want to add lemonade to it. You wouldn't want to add yeah. sweet to it, would you? No, we want tonic or soda. Yeah. Uh, or water. water. <laughs> what, you would tonic that in? Or the that down? You would thingy that down with vodka? No. What? My God, that is absolutely lethal. (laughs) (laughs) And I've only got three little peedy bottles of it, and you've got all the rest of it in your house. Well, I haven't, because I am giving quite a sizable amount of the damson brandy away as a Christmas present. Mm -hmm. Including some, some <laughs> this one as Christmas present. Um, dear Lord, I don't think they're going to be standing. <laughs> I'm afraid you're too standing. <laughs> the dog's looking at me. I don't think I can speak. Oh, yeah. That's right. Did you ever used to drink the syrup out of um, tinned fruit? Yes. It's like uh, that. Yeah. So out of the three, my favourite is the Damson Gin. Thank you. Yeah, my out of out of the three that we've had that are all the same, mm-hmm. um, I think my favourite is the Damson Gin. The Damson <laughs> Brandy. Christmas pudding is your favourite now, aren't you? Well, I was going to say, but actually the Damson Brandy that was made with the fresh Damsons that's not a syrupy. Uh-huh is even nicer than the Damson Gin. Really? Yeah. So it makes and sense with the... Ta- um, not as syrupy as this. <laughs> this is the syrupy one, the really liqueur one. <laughs> so, um, but the crisp pudding vodka is pretty good. <laughs> the vodka is lovely. And if you just sent me that, I would have been working delighted with it. But all three together, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it was. I didn't. I couldn't work out how we could do the drams if we didn't have the same things. Let me think. Be able to talk about them. We wouldn't, would we? Yeah. So you had to have them. Where did you get from? From the trees in my garden. I've got one in the front and one in the back. The lady who lived in the house before us. Um, it's a. I think it's a cutting from her granddad or her dad's damson tree and and she put one in the front of the garden and then the birds self-pollinate them all over the damn garden and so um we've ended up with one at the back as well i tend to try and pull the rest out when i find them because they tend to come perilously close to the house um but the one at the front didn't really fruit this year can we have one of your damson coffee trees please we don't want We've got no damsons in our garden. I'll see what I can do. I see. I'm not. I'm not brilliant at gardening, but I'll see if I can um, take a cutting and. Well, I'll get it round with its root. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll bound to find one that will come up in the spring. That. that do, the, uh, the more gas you can do, I'm sure it would work. Yeah. No, I'm sure you can go and rummage somewhere around. Um, <clears throat> alternatively. I could scoop the um, damson stones out of the uh, damson gin and damson brandy that's still in the cupboard, but I'm not sure how well they would germinate. Anyway, I would like to say thank you very, very, very much. I think I'm slightly slow. Um, Thank you very much (laughs) for for joining me and helping me celebrate my third anniversary. And here's another year. It's been a pleasure and happy three year pod anniversary and we will continue forever because we do love listening to you next. Alright. Well, and care. thank you very, very much for sending up the stuff because <laughs> we're only a little bit through it. I've never been in trolley before nine o'clock ages. Well, I make it one minute past, so you're alright now. <laughs> Alright. Have a happy new year. And you. Happy new year. Bye. Bye. 
You've been listening to Yarns from the Plain. Episodes and show notes can be found at yarnsfromtheplain.podbean.com. Comments can be left there or at yarnsfromtheplain.blogspot.com or you can message me on Ravelry where I'm Tales from the Plain. You can email me at yarnsfromtheplain at googlemail.com and you can also find me at Twitter where I tweet as Tales from Plain. Go on, make yourself heard. <laughs>